0: So the release cadence is six to eight times per year. Uh, Microsoft will allow you to skip up to three updates. So basically, this means that every fourth update, you have to take it. Uh, Typically, what we see in our clients is an update cadence of about two times per year is what we'll actually wind up taking. Um, And this is a big change from AX12. So in AX12, you would update maybe one, uh, you know, you'd have an update like every one and a half to two years. Uh, And they're typically a pretty large endeavor, uh, almost like a re-implementation. So there'd be uh, a lot of configuration work going on, a lot of uh, testing going on. But uh, for uh, the the web-based applications, uh, we get a lot more updates, a lot more feature releases, which is one of the main benefits of going cloud. Um, So uh, why do we test every release? Um, Well, uh, one reason why is because D365 is customizable. Uh, you still have the ability to go in and add functionality in there if you need to add functionality in there. Not every SaaS platform is like that. Um, we also typically, when we're talking about enterprise scale applications like D365 finance and supply chain, usually means we have a lot higher complexity of processes and a lot higher volume of transactions in the system. So the uh, the, the risk of failure is a little higher. Um, and then also, uh, and the main reason why is because as we get new features in the, in, in the system, Uh, It can sometimes break functionality uh, due to code conflicts. So uh, if you've customized the screen and then Microsoft releases an update that adds something to the screen, there's a chance that there could be a conflict. So what to test? Um, The default thinking might be if you've been through a recent implementation that I need to test everything. Um, So um, everything that you did during UAT or your uh, uh, pilot sessions Uh, needs to be tested again during regression testing, and this isn't necessarily true. We really want to focus in on what are your customized areas, what are your critical business processes, uh, and you can kind of apply the 80-20 rule to this. It's kind of a a cliche a little bit, but um, identify the main processes that are critical to your business and then uh, plan your regression testing around that. Um, You can use your UATs and your CRPs to help plan this a little bit, uh, but you shouldn't be planning to test everything in the system. Uh, and if you talk to your process owners or subject matter experts within the company, uh, they should have a good idea of what those those core processes are. If this breaks, this, the company breaks, basically. So, um, a few points here on how to identify those. Uh, questions to ask yourself: uh, If a change happens in this area, what does it have an impact on? Will it Uh, be something that we can deal with, that we can work around if there's a failure, or is it something that uh, if there's a failure, we really can't proceed. If we can't bill our customers, it's a very big problem, things like that. Um, uh, Volume of transactions is a good indicator of this. So, if you have an area of the system where you're posting a very high volume of transactions, it's generally indicated that it's an important area and a very critical process. if there is sensitive or important information that you have that could be compromised, uh, either uh, customer information uh, or, or employee information that can't be displayed to certain people, those things might be areas of uh, uh, where you would focus some testing. Um, another one is if there's an error that's kind of difficult to detect or correct when you get it in the production environment, things that can't be unwound. Um, can be uh, uh, candidates for uh, automated testing. I'm sorry, um, regression testing. And then uh, areas where the uh, regression could result in a fine or a penalty. Uh, if you have a regulatory agency that governs you in some way, uh, the um, you might want to focus some of your regression testing in those areas as well so that you don't incur uh, anything like that. Um, and then once you have those areas identified, you kind of want to determine uh, how how large of a, a testing scope you have outside of that. So uh, if uh, if you have a critical business process that you can't afford to have fail, uh, it might not be just that one area that you need to test. You might actually need to test the upstream and the downstream areas from that as well to ensure that information is flowing into and out of that process appropriately as well.